0: Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. All right, good morning. Good morning. All right, let's go to Zechariah chapter 10, verse number 1. Spring has sprung, so with winter, <laughs> it's almost like the weather teases you. Through March and then at the end, hey, I'm still here. I'm not going away. Praise God. It'll be good though for the moisture, for the for the farmers. Yeah, it'll be good for them. So, uh, Zechariah chapter ten, verse one, and uh, this is where the Lord has us focused right now. And I want to read some things. I'm going to read some things this morning uh, from corporate prayer that the Lord's been speaking to us, um, at least me specifically some other things uh, as far as that goes. Uh, it says this, "'Ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. The Lord will make flashing clouds. He will give them showers of rain, grass in the field for everyone.'" So <clears throat> we see here uh, about praying for the rain. Now we know this. We know that the rain has already been provided. So when we're talking about praying for something here and fellowshipping, we're talking about fellowshipping with the Lord, and then uh, that rain getting access to this earth. So obedience is the open door to the manifestation of grace. i just put it to you like that. Okay, so obedience is the open door to the manifestation of grace. Another way to say that is faith manifests grace. Okay, because <clears throat> sometimes people talk about, well, I've been, you know, I'm in faith. Do you mean obedience? Because if you're just... "Quote unquote, working systems of faith without obedience, then you're not in faith, because faith and obedience are what they're synonymous, right? They go together. What actually ends up happening, and Paul made this statement uh, in the epistles. I don't remember where. You just have to go find it. But he made this statement. He talked about not frustrating the grace of God. You actually can you actually can lock up the grace of God. And what I mean by that is you're not more powerful than it is. But there requires a cooperation for a manifestation. Does that make sense? Make sense? There requires a cooperation for a manifestation, okay? And I want to hit some things here that um, are going to help us just get stronger and stronger uh, as far as the scriptures go. Let's go over to Second uh, Timothy chapter two. Second Timothy chapter two. When it comes to uh, spirit-filled believers, um, we, we have to always fight for balance in these things. And I'm gonna, you can sit there for a second. I'm gonna read some things to you the Lord has said to me uh, regarding uh, this church in this area. You know, you realize we can't be all over the world at once. You have to live in your world, right? And if you're gonna go into all the world, which is your world, And preach the gospel, then you have to hear what the Lord's saying to you specifically. So, even in the midst of um, what I will call those that are called to like an international prophetic ministry, they're prophesying to the world, so to speak. Um, Even in the midst of that, you have to judge everything you hear against the written word first to see if it's not loopy and goofy. And then the second thing is, um, you got to judge it against what the Holy Spirit's telling you. So one of the things that took place was when, like, for instance, when we had all the different uh, riots going on after um, George Floyd was, uh, uh, went through the whole thing with that, right, all those riots and things, um, when I was praying about that and praying, Lord, is this going to be in our area, I felt like the Lord was saying, this is a bubble, In other words, there'll be be places where it won't be as bad as it will be in others. Depending on the level of the enemy's ability to stir up chaos. Does that make sense? Okay, so depending on the level, depending on government systems, depending on those people that are in authority, all right? And you say, the Lord, it's affected by all of that? Of course it is. Who did the Lord give dominion in the earth initially? you and me, okay, so you, people don't realize this, but they're a whole, they're in a whole lot more control than they realize, I know, I know, we talk about the demonic, all of those things, they do have influence, but I remember hearing a testimony from, uh, I think it was from Lester Summerall, years ago, there was a, there was a young, I think it was a young boy, and I want to say, I could be getting the details, like as far as where he was, but it was in another country, and he He, this Lester Summerall was asked to go minister to this young boy who had been dealing with some demonic activity in his life. And so he ministered to him and got him set free. And then he interviewed the the young boy about what took place. And the young boy actually mentioned this. He mentioned that if he refused, now this was before he was saved or the family was saved. But if the young boy refused to follow what the the demonic influence wanted to, to do, it would cry and beg him to do it. Let me ask you a question just to help you think. Just to help me and you think, right? If the devil is so big, how come he hasn't taken everybody out? Especially the Christians. We know he hates them. If he's so big and bad and so powerful and... Oh, it's the devil. There are Christians that say that with reverence. <laughs> You're not supposed to reverence the devil. You're to despise him. Okay? He is... You are seated far above all principality and power and might. Every, now, those are, those are rankings of demonic activity in the earth. But who gave the influence to the earth... Who gave the authority? Adam did. Adam and Eve did, right? When they ate of the fruit, correct? And what did the devil get? That was the door. If if you want to mark it, Genesis chapter 3 is the door that opened up Satan into the the chaos that is taking place even today and progressing to get worse. It is the door. Genesis chapter 3 is. That's where the enemy got in. But how did he get in? How does he operate? He has to operate through uh, peep, through flesh. Come on, why do you think the, why do you think demonic activity wants a body? What do you think the Antichrist will be? It will be human flesh fully possessed by Satan, right? That's what will take place. Now, I'm not going to get into some of the things that I have studied on that because that's not my purpose this morning my purpose is to pray but I want you to understand this so then when when it comes to prayer for us what are we doing how does God operate in the earth does he do it just willy-nilly is he just like well I'm God I'll do whatever I want you people just float around down here and hopefully you figure it out hopefully you're in the right place at the right time is that is that is the is the idea of God's sovereignty like that a biblical reality no <clears throat> if you be willing and obedient you'll what eat the good of the land well god just has favorites you know this is and i understand why people have said it you know i'm god's favorite that teaching went around for a while you know and i understand why they say it you're anybody that's in christ is god's favorite you know, people act like sometimes, I think people sometimes take truths like that and they get prideful about it. They're like, I'm just so amazing. You're actually just a pile of dirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and, uh, and Christ in you and his nature in us is what makes amazing take place, yeah. you know? And so we got to realize this. We got to understand this. When we're praying, it's the Lord cooperate. We're cooperating really with the Lord. Supply of the Spirit fullness of the Holy Spirit was released in Acts chapter 2. It was refreshed in Acts chapter 4. And there have been many refreshing since. That's where Paul says, be not drunk with wine, but, but, but what? Be filled. And we know in the Greek that that means what? Be being filled. Well, be being filled, what does that mean? That means you leaketh and I leaketh. Right? you leak. When you go through your daily life, there are things, there are arrows, there are fiery darts that are coming against the secure ceiling and and fullness of the Holy Spirit. And if we're not careful, we actually can participate in things that actually diminish power in our lives. It doesn't mean it's diminished in our born-again spirit. It's the manifestation that is diminished. If we are going to cooperate with the satanic, with the demonic, if we cooperate with the world system, we manifest whatever you plant. You cultivate worldly lust, what will you harvest? How many know that the results of sin as a whole, and James talks about this, when it has conceived, it brings forth death? Well, in a believer's life, yeah. Believers can sin worse than the world. It shouldn't be that way, you know, but, you know, the nature of the flesh and the reality of where we are in the earth, they can sin worse than the world, and so we need to be aware of that, and the call to this church is to be balanced, correct? That's the call to this church, and we're going to fight for it, and it may seem seem like sometimes I'm just antagonistic um, or, you know, just being confrontational to be confrontational. I'm trying not to do that, okay, as a whole, but I care about the balance. I care about the kingdom of God and the things of God first. I care about your life and your things and the kingdom in it and in this area. See, I'm not called to go around the world. I don't want to go around the world. I have, (laughs) I got an amen. People say, well, the scripture says go into all the world. Yeah, all of my world. If the Lord tells me, how many know if the Lord tells you, you, you go, right? But I would rather see a manifestation of fullness in this area that went on for generations after I'm I throw my body off and go to heaven. Yes. Then just say, oh, I've traveled to 47 different states and I've traveled all these nations all over the world. You know, not that I'm totally against that. I'm not. If you're called to that, you're called to that. But that's not enough. You could. Do you know you can do that and miss God? See, our success or our completion of kingdom activity isn't based on what everybody else is doing. There are, if you read through the, especially through the epistles, you'll see where Paul says, you're a part of my jurisdiction, spiritually. And then you'll see where, no, I'm not going over there. Have you ever read in Acts where it says that that the Holy Spirit forbade Paul to go to certain places? What oh, I thought, you know, Paul could take the could, could could go. Well, we're to go into all the world. <laughs> Actually, we're to go into all the world. You're not. See, I can't go to the banking industry. Only Mike and Suzanne. They, that's their job. They're built for it. I'd go there and I'd mess the whole thing up. I mean, the building would be on fire. People would be throwing things off the windows. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not called to go, you know, into those arenas. I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know any of that stuff. I, I'm called to this arena, right? You're called to what arena where you're at, but to function in the spirit where you are. And so, in, where, did, where did the Lord... What piece of dirt are you on? Billings, Montana. He took dirt and put you on dirt. He made you dirt and put you on the dirt. And this is your world. I was thinking about it this morning. And this is something the Lord is really dealing with in the body of Christ. People will actually raise funds, and I'm not against this, okay, raise funds, take off time of work, uh, uh, go into uh, 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 having to go through physicals medically, take maybe certain vaccines and different things if they have to. They'll go through all these things, adjust schedules, put everything together to go over to another country for a few weeks to minister but they won't do that and walk across the street. I've actually had ministers tell me this and so I run, I run records. You say, what do you mean by that? I look to see what happens. They say, well, if you, if you send your kids on mission trips and I'm not against it, I, I would do it, okay? I'm not against it. I'm challenging a certain thought here to keep it in balance, okay? then they'll be passionate for God. No, they won't. They'll be passionate for God if if it's built into them, if it's a part of who they are. I've actually, I watched this happen as a youth pastor because it was a wonderful experience in the Assemblies of God. It challenged my very desire to want to be in ministry ever again. But anyway, in youth ministry, I watched kids go to the altar at camp year after year, after year after year. And you know what? The ones, the ones that were the biggest hellions during this regular times outside of like a conference or a camp remain the biggest hellions for the most part. But at camp, oh, they're in the altar. We need extra Kleenex boxes. They're crying and weeping and snotting everywhere. And they call it, oh, God got a hold of me. And a week, less than a week, after camp is over, I knew they weren't they weren't going to be around. They would be at church, and, and as far as discipleship and engaging in that, they would be around probably, you know, every so often. Then when the camps and stuff came back around, guess who'd show up? Oh, it's fun again. You know, the state fair can't last forever. <laughs> oh, I love this. <laughs> Thank God for the anointing, otherwise I'd quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just quit <laughs> Just there's no point but I'm telling you we don't want that to happen here when my body dies not when I die I can't die I already passed from death unto life it's impossible when my body dies which none of us will be sad about not even me you say really? yeah I want a glorified one this one aches sometimes. <laughs> Stop it in the name of Jesus, you know. <laughs> Yesterday we were at a, a birthday party and uh, some of the youngers were sitting on the floor, you know, around a, a little coffee table. So I've already getting looks from some people that are more seasoned. They're like they were sitting on the floor, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they just sat there for like hours. You know, with this a little pad, you know, underneath them. And, and uh, the, what the host was saying to me, if I'd do that, and he was mentioning it to me, he goes, I'd be getting up, oh, oh, <laughs> you know. And it's not because he doesn't believe in healing and he's not healed. It's because you're in my body is what? Dying. What is the leading cause of death? Birth. Thank you. That's what it is. <laughs> well, that's a good thing we can laugh about it. So we need Holy Ghost oil to keep us going. But that's beside the point. My point here is, is that what we, when we pray, when we're engaging with the Lord, what are we doing? We're, we're, when we engage with the Lord, we're planting divine seed. When we, when we cultivate, take care of the ground, water that ground, where the seed is, what comes forth? A manifestation of heaven, the kingdom of heaven, right? which is a witness, it's salt and light to the world around us. And so when we pray, when we're praying for rain, when we're praying over circumstances and situations, when we're praying in the Holy Ghost, we're not wasting our time. Every time I pray, it is effective. You say, why? Because I'm a righteous person. I am, right, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now, if that's too simple, you actually won't see the effect that you want to see. Well, how do you know the Lord heard you? Because the word says so. Oh, you didn't have an angel appear? I don't need an angel to appear. I don't need one to appear. Don't want to see one. The word always works. People say, well, you haven't seen angels? I've seen a lot of things, but who cares? The word of God says that when I pray, God hears. And then it says, if I know he hears, then I know I have the what? Petitions that I've asked of him. Well, I don't see it yet. Well, congratulations, you're in faith. You're in faith now. Well, I want it to be here. Well, don't be carnal. Be patient. I'm 100% with you. My flesh is the same way as yours. When I pray about something, I'd like it to manifest yesterday. I mean on the flesh side. But in the spirit and on the spirit side, there's an endurance and a strength within me. It is the same power that raised Christ from the dead. So when I pray, If I'm over in the spirit, I'm taking care of things. Somebody said to me the other day about a particular situation. They said, well, you better watch out about that. I'm not even concerned about it. Well, that that situation is in another state. Who cares? I'm in the Spirit. I pray over my kids when they're nowhere near me. I know where they're at on the inside. Why? Because I live in the Spirit. Oh, you must have great experiences. I don't chase experiences. I live by the Word. (laughs) You say, do you enjoy the experiences and the feelings? Sure, but if I lived off the feelings, I wouldn't even come to church this morning. It's true. I don't want the snow. I'm talking about in the natural? Go away. Just go away. <laughs> and all of you praying for snow, stop it. You <laughs> stop it. The rest of us, let's get our faith up. <laughs> okay. Some of the things the Lord said to me, and then we're going to pray. We might bounce back and forth a little bit here, but understanding specific things—these are different things that the Lord has said to me—that they may not all just tie in directly, but it's things I've, I've, um, that I felt like the Lord has said to me in, in a sense of it's, it's prophetic for our church and for our area. Um. Uh, these are things that he's impressed on me in prayer. Just for March, we'll say. The lost and the young and the Lord need the maturity and the faith assistance of the mature in Christ. Those that have been saved a long time—I mean, a while. Those that have been saved long enough where you should—and you've you've discipled, you've developed—to where you should you should be an example. And sometimes people think, well, I just want to come to church. Uh, no, that's not okay. That is not okay. Well, I'm not called to preach. Nobody said you were called to preach like up here. If you don't want to be up here, that's fine. But you are, it is demanded of, of you to be mature. You, if I don't, de- if I don't develop in maturity spiritually, I am spitting in Jesus' face, which is Unacceptable. It's unacceptable. And people think, well, I'm going to make heaven. You don't want to just make heaven. That's glory to God. You're making heaven. You want to have a semi-truck back up the faith rewards. Come on. You want fire to hit your pile of whatever, the works that you did, and very little ash to show up. I don't know if you can have no ash but very little. The person behind you might just might be all ash. This one little precious stone, and you got this just mound treasure chest. And they go, huh? and he say, "I grew up. You didn't." People say, "Oh, well, we're all equal <laughs> in Christ." Yeah, we have all, we all have equal opportunity. You know what I mean? Now thank God for the mercy of God. I'm not under undermining the fact that you'll be in eternity. Sure beats hell. But it's not God's best. Amen. You want to have an influence on the next generation. You want to. You want to disciple people. You want to stop sitting around doing your own thing and find somebody to love in Christ. Amen you'll find satisfaction and your and the the supposed issue of depression that you're dealing with will go away. You won't even need deliverance. It will leave. Why? Cuz a new harvest comes up. Ooh, it's a faith fight. Oh, I just enjoy it. I enjoy it because we we I'm not I'm getting better at not shadow boxing. I hit the mark. I hit the mark. I hit the mark in the spirit. Amen? Yes. Maturity is phenomenal. You will love the results. The mature, this is something the Lord said, the mature come full and ready to go as an example, able to teach. That doesn't mean you come up here and just take over teaching. You're teaching everywhere because you have the word in you you're just full of the spirit. Um, I'm not going to share that. Uh, on In one of, uh, this is our Tuesday corporate prayer, we prayed for the establishment of believers. Do you know there were whole sections, I mentioned this in Colossians, I think chapter four is where it was, but Epaphras, he, he, the Bible actually gives the idea that he addicted himself or committed himself to pray for the church, in the Colossian church. That was his assignment. Now people hear that and they go, Why? Is that really that great of an assignment? <clears throat> well, I will say this. It takes faith because you can't see the results you always like. You know, it's, it's one thing to be a traveling minister. I've experienced this. You go into a place and, and the traveling minister gets up and they say, by the unction of the Holy Ghost, what the pastor has been saying for 10 years. Oh, this is going to bless some of you. <laughs> I can feel it right now. But we're not raising the week around here. So <clears throat> for 10 years, five years, whatever. And afterwards, you'll have somebody in the congregation come. and Oh, man, this was so good, so good. And then I'd go out to lunch with the pastor afterwards. I've been saying that for five years. You ever notice how easy it is to tune out the voices you're familiar with? Even though they're right. We actually had a, a uh, and, you know, as a traveling minister, it's you get to come in, you kind of blow in, blow up, and blow out. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Lay hands on everybody. People are falling out under the power, praying in other tongues. People get up. Oh, it was the greatest service. I had. They come up to the pastor. Lord, or pastor, guess what they said? Guess what they said? They said this and this. And, and the pastor's going, praise the Lord. And inside they're going, I said that three years ago, by the Spirit of God. Now, thank God for his mercy. And, you know, I'm not saying pastors get, like, embittered about this, but because you just care that people get it. Do you know why I bring in guest ministers? (laughs) Marianne says, so we get it. (laughs) I want you to hear the same truth through a different voice. Yeah, so we get it, yeah. Ryan Starks one day came up to me after, uh, after uh, a Wednesday night, and we're doing verse-by-verse verse study in 1 John, and we've been in 1 John 2 for a long time. I think we were in 1 John 1 for a little bit, and, he, and I said, we're going to get through this verse in the name of Jesus, you know, because we be, preach one verse for 45 minutes, okay? <laughs> and anyway, so he came up to me. He goes, I figured out why you can't go on. He said, it's not because you preach slow. He said, it's because we listen slow. Yes. Thus saith the Lord. I should have him share. No, I'm just teasing. I'm getting stuff too. Okay. The other thing the Lord said to me uh, in a time of prayer was the spiritual starvation ends. I, I, you know, I, it's interesting because sometimes people think, well, we have so much information. It doesn't mean we're being fed. It doesn't mean we're being fed. The spiritual starvation ends. A lot, unfortunately, there is a lot of entertainment in the church. And actually, in the Pentecostal church sometimes, we actually call it the move of the Holy Ghost. And it isn't. Do you know the world develops ways to stimulate your emotion? Do you know the church copies that? I mean, even in some of the stuff that we do for our worship team and lighting and stuff like that, when you start looking into it, there are whole reasons why people do what they do. And we have to, we actually protect ourselves against going the direction of the world in those things. Well, if you turn the lights down just so much, you know, it's like we should be playing Barry White or something have candles going, you know, <laughs> some people are like, who's Barry White, you... <laughs> if you have iTunes, <laughs> you can get a revelation, but you're not going to want to listen to that for long, <laughs> especially if you're single, okay, so moving on, the spiritual starvation ends, how do we release the influence of a seed? Rain is necessary. If there's no moisture getting to the seed, how will it grow? God always answers prayers with respect to free will. Our authority in Christ always works for us and in all situations with respect to people's individual free will. So I can believe God that you're gonna get saved but eventually you I mean no I can't do it for you right you have to choose there has to be a choice uh saw some things about some visitations and different things as far as the angelic uh, when we were praying for the church I think this was last week actually yeah it was last Tuesday this last Tuesday Uh, concerning angelic visitation like Peter had in Acts chapter 12, verse 5 through 17, how the Lord stood next to Paul in Acts chapter 23, verse 11, and that was specifically for some uh, leadership we were praying for, including uh, government leadership for those that are being uh, trying to be harassed by the demonic. The, uh, um, I call it the cipher of communism. Um, that's trying to operate in America as a whole, and we, uh, we know this is going on constantly. How many know there's no perfect government? I believe America has the best one. You know why there's no perfect system? Men's hearts are evil. That's why. It'll, it'll never There'll never be a perfect government. When Jesus comes back, then. Ooh, and I'm seeing some things. I need to talk to Dale about them before I ever share them. Okay, so... Praying for the plan of God and Billings. Uh, Some of the things that are said, hold the line by pounding the truth. Getting people and continuing to get believers stabilized. Uh, We prayed for the state and we also prayed for the nation. Uh, In dealing with the demonic, the main way that the enemy works is found in 2 Corinthians 10, verse 1-6. through Thoughts that tempt the flesh. Thoughts spoken and acted, acted upon produce manifestations. We talked about that a little bit. Prince of the power of the air, that's 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, talks about that. You say, this isn't much teaching. No, but you can go look it up later. <clears throat> Seemed like the Lord said to me, this is on the 22nd, my own study and prayer time, but it is not as important to know what a demon looks like than what, what words and influence they bring. It is more important to understand the influence of the de- demonic than the image of the demonic. Watch. People will have a vision of Jesus. You know what people ask? What did he look like? Not what did he... What's more important? What he said. Well, what did the de- when you saw a demon, Sean, what did it look like? I'm not going to even tell you. It doesn't matter. The point is they bring fiery dots, darts, thoughts to the head. Dots are thoughts and darts together. They bring fiery darts to the head, and that's how they tempt the nature of the flesh. And if I begin to speak and act on that, I actually produce a supernatural harvest of the demonic. And that demonic activity can what? Manifest itself in disease, in instability in thinking and in instability in emotion, lack of spiritual growth. It can get to the point to where a believer actually ends up in a place of oppression. And so what, what's important? Is it important to know what, what the height of the demon and how much fur he had on him? No, who, who cares what their rank is? Your rank is in Christ. And there's nothing higher so it doesn't matter what they look like we need to understand how they operate how they function what they're functioning through come on think 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 with me hollywood has preachers that are yielded to a spirit and the pulpit is what they demonstrate through secular music and those movies and things And people say, well, not all of them are bad. No, I totally get that. I don't think we need to demonize everything. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not telling you necessarily what to listen to or what not to or what to watch or what not to. What I'm telling you is, hey, pay attention. And you'll hear the demonic and you'll go, no, that's not for us. Not in my house. All right. Last. That one's personal thing all right I believe God desires that this church walks consistently by faith and also enjoys frequent saturations from the Holy Spirit while maintaining emotional stability through spiritual maturity the Lord gave me that there is no way I'm smart enough to think of that that all comes out of what this being in you, in you, in you, in you, in you, in you. I remember years ago, Jody was sharing. I don't know if it was at a women's thing or I don't remember what it was. It wouldn't have been a women's thing because I wouldn't have been there. <clears throat> I understand which gender I am. And everybody said amen. All right. So, so uh, I don't remember what you were sharing, but you said you have to go back to that faith bank. And you talked about the faith bank. And I went, the faith bank. In other words, we're the storehouse of the seed. I've never forgotten that. And that, I don't even think, I think that was in this building. But it had to be five years ago, at least. I don't remember the exact time. But when she said that, I went, oh, faith bank. In other words, what? The faith bank. How do we make it through? Make a withdrawal, right? Right. I, I need. I need make a withdrawal, right? But w- these truths. What do they do? They stabilize us. The church was not built on manifestations and demonstrations. I'm talking about the church. The church was not built. I, the Lord. The Holy Spirit spoke to me this to me this morning, in my devotion time. The church was not built on manifestations and demonstrations, but rather on the rock, the cornerstone. Manifestations and demonstrations are going to increase, but they are not more important than the rock. They are not more important than the rock. Listen, they are not more important than the rock. You say why do you have to say that? Because guess what? It, what's the best way to disrupt a move of God? For the, by the devil. Come on. What's the best way to disrupt a move of God by the devil? To infiltrate the church. To put off a false in the midst of a real. How are you going to know the difference? You're on the rock. People say, oh, no, that would never happen. Guys, I am telling you, um, we're going to have seven minutes of prayer, but it was good nonetheless. (laughs) Sometimes you just got to get stuff into people so they know how to pray. But I will say this. I'm telling you, Brother Hagin shared this, that some of the leading men ministers in the voice of healing ministry in the 1950s and the late 40s and the early 50s got off spiritually and they died prematurely. They did. There was one minister that would... uh, uh, brought a jar with a frog in it to a meeting and said, I caught this demon. No, you didn't. You caught a frog. But they were convinced of it. Guys, that's weird. There was another minister that uh, brought some sort of like fur or something... From in a jar or brought it. Yeah, and they ended up, they ended up saying uh, that they were wrestling with a demon and this was a piece of the... Why do you need to know? Why? Why? why, why? Show me where Paul did that. Show me any of that in the book of Acts. What's going to happen in the heightened... Uh, it, as the church heightens in demonstration of the kingdom, what's the devil going to do? What's he going to do? Come on, what's he going to do? Where do the antichrists come out of? Come on, say it. You said it right. They come out of the church. John said they were once with us. I'm excited. We're going to be ready for all of it. Glory to God. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for today. We thank you for this church. We're going to pray for five minutes get a lot done in a short amount of time. Holy Ghost, you pray through us secret truths and mysteries. Things not obvious to the understanding so we pray. Oh, And we increase, we increase, we increase. We increase in our understanding. We increase in our commitment. We increase in our stability in the Lord and in the Word. Oh, and we rejoice in our salvation above manifestation. We rejoice in our salvation above all the healings, above all the deliverance, above all the manifestation of financial blessing. We rejoice because our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. We are stable, stable. We're digging deep. We've dug deep. We're digging deep and we're stable on the cornerstone and we do, we exercise our authority we exercise our authority in the name of Jesus we exercise it over all the power of the enemy in the name of Jesus oh hallelujah the blind see, the lame walk, the sick are healed they recover, the lost are redeemed and the and the poor have the gospel preached unto them demons are cast out people are loosed in the name of jesus by the presence and the glory of god the rain of heaven the rain of heaven the rain of heaven manifesting 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 rain and rain and heavy rain heavy rain and in the Mindy and Dora said, Evra bash to Vobolo de Bishia, a sovaro brosh to face a level mania seto soto, 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 este, este, este pera de emonea zeva a so prefizi o doje de elisiezo jamande benene. Dorite, dorate, dorite. No, 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 we don't yield. We don't yield to those things. We don't yield to those things. In your own life, make sure that you're rebuking bad attitudes, that you're rebuking and resisting any sort of self-pity in the name of Jesus. We will not accept that. In Jesus' name. Well, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Hallelujah. Es somo lobreste fava daja, ale ma nam vranbando si presto potedeska, an de vedevro roboste city atanda de vela do boja badivre beketi Yamai elisio elizio dor sho to soko city esse vava, esse vava, esse vava nemo nosita, nemo nosita se kiri diestabo. Er de de bello do vobosiki Siki aso, aso vende esse, aso The increase of those young ones, the increase, Christ being formed, Christ being formed, Christ being formed in them, Christ being formed in them, in them, in Jesus' name. Lord, we assist their faith. We assist them in prayer. We assist them in prayer in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for fruit coming forth, for breaking forth harvest, the seed producing out and coming forth out of the ground. The ground of their hearts, the ground of their hearts. An savalo nobo Anamehedisia. e veremos che te an mehedicia as voila de veshepa an de verlo brostekas an se verde do che sia de vobo endo mai zetro bosiki as voila devenamando oh thank you for the knowing Lord the knowing on the inside the knowing on the inside. The Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And He bears witness concerning our identity in Him. Oh, yes, 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 yes. This is the greater levels, the greater levels of walking by faith, walking by faith. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We do, as a church, Lord, we pursue love... And we desire spiritual gifts. We pursue love. And we desire spiritual gifts. So, Lord, we thank you that as we've prayed in other tongues that you've given us utterance and that as we've prayed, we've made tremendous power available, dynamic in its working, that we have assisted those that needed assistance in this church concerning their spiritual development. We thank you, Father, that as we've prayed, we've prayed what you have, have given to the Holy Ghost for us to speak forth. And so we've prayed the Father's desire. We've prayed the Lord's desire. And that desire is coming to pass in Jesus. Name. We expect healing. We expect salvations. We expect prosperity. We expect deliverance. We expect salvation to go forth. Bondage is broken. Lord, that the yokes are destroyed and removed. Lord, that the immaturities are grown out of, grow out of those things in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for it. We thank you, Lord, that even as people are coming in, that they will sense your presence immediately and your goodness. We thank you for it. We give you the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.